yak babies, sex, presidents, and sometimes books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Al Pacino's big brother and sister mentoring agency, Say Hello to My Little Friend. My name is Aaron, my personal pal is Brick. Good morning. Okay, hi. We have Dave. Good morning. Yes, morning. Well, it's after, but fine. Uh, and of course, we have <laughs> New American Nico. Good morning, boys. Okay, great. <laughs> we all did it. This week's episode, we're talking about a t- topic that's close to Brick's heart. He's going through a, f- a transformation, let's say. It started a while back, but I think it's increasing. Uh, Brick, tell us about your transform, your, your new fate. What's happening to you? I don't even. I don't know. I uh, we, we've talked about it a bunch, but I am more and more recognizing how fucking toxic having the internet in my pocket is at all times. Mm. And I am trying but struggling to distance myself from that. So you told us a while back about a plan you had, maybe this is a couple of years ago even, uh, where you would set a timer at night to read to sort of give yourself a deliberate reading strategy and that seemed to fall by the wayside. Mm. Yeah, so I've since replaced that with turning off electronics for an hour, which, which has been right. nice. Right. But also, it's been hard. Mm. And that shouldn't be hard to just not have your phone for an hour, right? Yeah. But but specifically, I mean, I think we can just talk about how toxic the fucking internet is. It could be its own podcast. But sure. specifically, and we've, we've talked about this before, and I know some of you, uh, I think, feel the same way. I th- there's a direct connection between how much my eyes look at my phone and my increasing difficulty reading books, specifically mm. books that are more than just content to be consumed, hmm. right? Like, um, you know, when I put on an audiobook or something and I can kind of passively pull it in, or if I read a book that is really just about getting to the end of the book, I can get through those. Um, so, like, I picked up a collection of short stories that were a little, you know, not not that easy the other day, and I, and I got through a couple of them, but it was I was constantly finding my attention scrambling to do just anything else, hmm. you know. And I said, nope, focus, right? And it's like I'm in a, you know, when you're reading, and then all of a sudden your mind drifts off, and you've read three pages, but you don't remember any of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like phones have forced us into a constant state of that, hmm. and I don't I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the the strategy you've chosen, which is the one that makes the most sense probably, is to to begin limiting it. To put, to yeah. put like concrete limits on your phone usage. I would guess of the four of us, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Dave is the least phone active of the four. Dave, do you think that's true? I suppose I don't know. I mean, I don't... Uh, <laughs> maybe like judging by what it's like when we're all together, that's possible do you but, do you feel yeah, the same I don't know. I mean, uh stress that brick's talking about here of being sort of like kind of like tied to your phone and feeling like your attention has been affected by it the same way well i like i said in our first episode today i haven't read a book since <laughs> march so <laughs> maybe there's something to it um i feel like my main problem with my phone is <clears throat> uh checking my email for work mm. reasons so like i don't spend a lot of time i spend almost no time with social media anymore you know, I guess uh, like I'll fuck around often during the day with the fantasy baseball mm-hmm. app. Um, so I guess that eats up a lot of time that I, you know, could use for 
better things. But yeah, you know, I don't do a lot of reading on my phone. A lot of I don't do a lot of internet stuff. But I do like it. Does bother me that I I feel a near. Uh, well, I don't know. I was going to say near obsession, which is not the case, but I check my email far more often than is necessary after I put my computer away for mm. the day. And it's never anything that can't wait until the next right. day. So I feel like I, I use it as a filler. Often. Right. The second you get an idle second, suddenly the phone's up and you're you're scrolling Reddit or you're checking yeah. your email. Right. Right. When was the last time you got an email that wasn't about work? That wasn't also like a promotion or a newsletter of some kind. Like I, mean, I, I can't mean, remember the last time someone wrote an email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, it's been I think probably years. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, what about you? How, how do you? How would you rate or describe your relationship to your phone and, and how it has affected or not affected your reading habits, your concentration, anything like that? Yeah, I mean it's not great. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I do tend to go to reddit and like if i if i'm like in line somewhere or you know have a second um and sometimes like if we're watching tv i feel like i do that a lot uh Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of shows just are not uh have just like have a little too much filler i don't know like I, i feel like a lot of shows it's tough to just sit there and watch a show for an hour for an episode <laughs> like i was talking yeah. about silo earlier and si- silo was 10 episodes of like an hour each and it easily could have been a movie like right. one maybe three hours but like there's almost nothing that needed to be in those other seven hours so like yeah i was on my phone like the whole time so that for me is when it really comes into mm. play it's like when we're watching a show and and I just can't like focus on it. And it's like, is the show is it the show's fault? I don't know. I think we also have right. a, a problem where everything is a show now because shows get guaranteed money and movies don't. So yeah. so it's better to pad your movie out into a show and do that. Well, I have also heard like people talking about notes from executives in TV development where they say things like this is this is show is designed to be a two screen experience. Like they, they right. like conceive the show as people will be on their phones while they're watching this. So that's yeah. how we're going to like think about how it's organized, which is insane. Right. It's, <laughs> like just it's so wild. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind but of, a, yeah, that's like, that's yeah. There's assume that's the case. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Then if you design it to be right. for somebody to be on their phone and then it's like, yeah, I can't, like this is boring to watch, so I'm gonna yeah, need something gonna else. On your phone. Yeah, yeah. And then you're it's training you people. Vital. Yeah, yeah. It's really affected my reading, but like I think it is. It does affect my attention span. So like if I when I do read, it's it's not you know I switch books a lot and I kind of go back and forth. Yeah. You know, do Duolingo between you know like right. ten page chapters or whatever and you do a lot of audiobooks too which are like an active form of reading where you can like do two things at once you could like watch the dishes and listen to a book yeah whereas you couldn't you know i guess you could try like holding a print copy and doing but it'd be shitty yeah for all uh, purposes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah would, would not get washed your book would get ruined. yeah there's few things you can do while you're reading a book like with your yeah. eyes yeah yeah, I think it's mostly attention span. I think it just shatters your attention span. Yeah, yeah, it, that's kind of my read on it too. Is that it's it 
draws me away from things that I like doing. And something that I have noticed in my phone habit too, that's I'm, I wouldn't say I'm worried about it, but I want to try to address it is I have a, if I put a podcast on, that's like a long podcast, like a two hour podcast, whatever, I'll just listen to that while I do everything while I clean, do dishes, sometimes even work or whatever, stuff like that, go to the grocery store, exercise. And if I, when the podcast is over, if I'm not finished doing that thing, then I find a new one to listen to. Yeah. And so when I do finish that task, I'm still listening to an hour and a half of a podcast. It's like, well, I guess I'll listen to this instead of like doing, I could stop it and read a book or watch a movie. Mm -hmm. But instead I sort of do the podcast and listening to it, I then will like sit on the couch and just start mindlessly phone browsing Yeah, versus doing anything constructive or or more interesting, which is kind of like a, a similar version of that problem of just like, it just gets into your head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that, you know, this, this episode was proposed as our phones making us dumber. I'm not sure the answer is dumber, but I think it's just like uh, it's uh, altered what we expect from our how we use our time, right? And what you're going to get out of any experience like that. Like the part of the phone problem is there's also the sense of checking to see if someone wants to talk to you, mm. right? Like maybe you have text, maybe you yeah. have... If you're on dating apps, maybe you have a message from a dating app. Maybe you have something, and it's like, oh, maybe someone wants to talk to me, and like, yeah. no, usually, but but you're like, well, what what if they did? <laughs> Which is a weird feeling too. <laughs> what if? Maybe it's more like, uh, not are they making us dumber, but are they preventing us from becoming smarter? Yeah, like slowing down. Yeah, I mean, I I've, dumber is. I, I feel like I'm. I feel like things that take concentration are less and less existing outside of my work life right and yeah. and and things i enjoy right i i like reading books that are not i like reading redwall books but i also like reading books that are more complicated but i i just it's yeah. it's become difficult for me and that was never something that was difficult for me i like yeah. watching movies that are challenging but i keep ending up just you know watching reality TV streaming seven episodes in a row because it's just right. stupid and mindless. I feel like I have allowed my brain to be kind of reprogrammed a little bit to steer towards these easy, consumable, fleeting things. And now that I'm, I'm recognizing it, I'm, the junk's in my vein and I'm, I'm having a hard time detoxing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's you not know, and I'm, your fault, though. Like, the, the all the social media apps are specifically designed to make you addicted to them and to make oh, you know. spend yeah. like as much time as possible on them. That's like the, their only thing. They don't care what it is. They don't care. You know, it's like Facebook doesn't give a shit if what they're feeding you is true or like fake news. They just want to give you whatever will keep you on yep. the Facebook longer. Yep. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it's not, even with yeah. that, yeah, it's not just destroying like our attention spans; it's destroying the country, the entire world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like destroying the country and like destroying like critical faculties, like yeah, the ability to like reason through a problem or to like hold complicated ideas that might be contradictory in your head at the same time is like eroded, uh, and that's yeah. why social media responses are so flat and so like easy to hoard into like all or nothing spaces right it's either you're yeah. like the worst monster i mean that's, that's got to be where the the shared origin point of all the QAnon, mm-hmm. like the the current obsession with child abuse whatever that people people are on these crusades like that the movie sound of freedom right it's all like this yeah. 
there's these secret cabals of child kidnappers or traffickers, whatever. It's got to all come from that same like yeah interface, that same idea of like get mad about this one thing and yeah. flatten the response that it's a zero sum situation versus you know thinking about anything with any degree of nuance or complexity. Mm-hmm. Well, so you said that your program has been going on for a couple months of, of this digital detox, so that you at a certain point every night the alarm goes off and you you know shut down your phone and yeah you know, success rate's not 100% but it's it, we do it more nights than not and what are you noticing as a result of that any any shifting difference i'm noticing that once i get through the first few minutes it's like quitting cigarettes mm. uh, which i also did recently mm. and for the first couple weeks everything reminds you of how you could want a cigarette Mm. And then eventually, it mostly goes away, except for when you see someone smoke a cigarette on a TV show or something, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, yeah, a cigarette. Right. It's like that, where you're like mm. looking for reasons to check your phone, even though mm. you don't want to check your phone, right? Right, right. Or you're kind of autonomously, or auto, whatever the word is, just automatically going through the motion, like you put your hand in your pocket to find your phone or whatever, right? Mm. Once you get through that, I found that, oh, actually, I can read for an hour straight. And, and when I get into that zone, suddenly, you know, oftentimes that hour turns into two and a half hours because I'll just... Right. So, like, I, I, it's like, okay, it's still there, but I have to, I have to do, like, a forced detox every day, you know? Because right. the other, the other 23 hours and 15 minutes of my life a day i'm i'm putting this thing right back there you know right yeah so it's not it's it's not quitting cold turkey because you are using your phone as part of your like professional and social life yeah you can't exist without one you know yeah but sort of maybe it's more trying to reconfigure like how and when it's used uh and giving yourself a bit more time that's not somehow focused on the phone which makes sense yeah i mean i was able to I mean, Elon Musk made it a lot easier, but uh, <laughs> I was able to more or less remove Twitter from my life. I think you mean uh, X. I, yeah, X. you're talking about <laughs> X, sorry. The cool new app X that everyone loves. The dumbest yeah, name but change also, of all time. It's you seen, have you read any good X's on X? Did, did anybody re-X you? Yeah, you should at least call them exhibits. What the fuck? <laughs> Just throw away. It's like HBO changing their name to Max. Max. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and making their and making their app significantly worse at the same time. Yeah, same deal. Uh, but with my with my removal of of X from my life, <laughs> I just spent twice as much time on Reddit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. which also Reddit's starting to get worse. Oh yeah, too. Reddit's so, doing their best to just completely destroy their own fucking. So website. I'm kind of hoping that they just destroy themselves too, and then because right now I don't have a I don't have a third one in the wings. That's 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 it. So. Uh, maybe these things will just cannibalize themselves, and the and the and the the blister will pop. But yeah, I kind of thought that as Twitter started to to dissolve under the new regime, that I would get off it. But man, I'm still on it just as much. It really sucks. Like it's awful. It's so bad. It's worse than it ever has been. But I'm still there. That's my number one phone vices twitter for sure i've opened it a few times uh and it's noticeably more toxic than it was everything and like you just if you scroll down if you just scroll through your feed it's mostly manageable the second you go into a thread everything underneath it is awful and it's like oh my god is this 4chan like it's it's awful 
Yeah, because the the blue checks get promoted, so you see the responses first, and they're all insane. And then there's a bunch of ads for crypto, and then a bunch of sex bots. It's a it's like, yeah, it's like a digital Times Square, uh, circa 1977. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. It's it's everything's fucking wild. I mean, the same things happen to Instagram too, though. Like that's that's one of my yeah. go tos. And like, if you ever go into the comments, like maybe half the time it's like a reasonable comment and then half the time it's like you know follow the link in my bio to get five thousand dollars and it's just that comment like over and over and over from like yeah. 87 bot accounts it's like what is happening there was that thing on twitter a while back i think they've mostly gotten rid of it now but it was like if you mentioned a t-shirt in a in a tweet all of a sudden a thousand bots appeared if you like put an image and said this should be on a T-shirt, then you would get a thousand bots that say buy this T-shirt right here. It's just like the this like AI automated thing to put a stupid image on a T-shirt. It's like Jesus, God, people are really fucking stupid. Yeah. Or it's a combination of people being that dumb and also the cynicism of someone thinking I can make a buck doing this yeah. to capitalize on people's like worst impulses, passive income. Yeah. Yeah. Just set up the spot, and then it force feeds people. Fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Our, so our non generian to... lawmakers will solve all this. <laughs> yeah, Diane Feinstein, I heard, is working on a yeah. good, uh, on, a, on a new. She's got her finger on the pulse of Reddit. Yeah. yeah. She's writing a new bill in drool. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what are you going to say? So, you know, it's been proven that we get better sleep if we don't look at screens mm. like an hour like for the hour up until we go to bed do you guys honor or try to do that at all or are you looking at your phones right up until you go to sleep do you get into bed with your phone and like continue to do shit on your phone or like what's your deal at oh at, yeah at night yeah I, I don't just not honor that i actively piss on its grave like, i do the <laughs> so the exact opposite like i my like supreme sickness is i will get in bed with the express intent to get on Wikipedia and look up comic book characters and read the whole article until I fall asleep. <laughs> so I like will read like the entire history of Wolverine. Just like start and just like read, 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 and then like hopefully I eventually like pass out and then I wake up with like in like the phone posture where your arm is like this, you know, like ah, and I put my phone away and, and finally like tuck in. But yeah, I, I use Wikipedia as like bedtime stories, which is I think huh. one of the sickest things I've ever done in my entire mm. life. And that includes all the diarrhea stories I told you guys. Huh. I, I try to be aware of it, but it's one of those things where sometimes the phone's just in your hand, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I try. What, but I what makes fail. you want to do that rather than, like, you know, taking a comic book to bed and, like, a little reading light or whatever, you know, something that's not phone related? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think the the only answer I can think of is the repetitive motion of it that I've done it enough times where it becomes like a default. And it's just like, well, that's the thing that I do is I get on Wikipedia and look up Jubilee. Yeah. And probably also there's a like a twisted synapse. That's like, well, I need to have my security blanket or, or my teddy bear, which is my phone. Like I, I need to have the thing that I spend the most time with right. so I can go to bed with it too. Like it's like a, it's not a healthy impulse, but I definitely feel it's part of it. Cause there are, there are times when I do resist the call of Wikipedia and I will instead read comics or a book and it feels much better and I like it. Uh, but I haven't associated the dopamine 
uh, reaction with that probably. Right. So it doesn't have the same kind of drive where it's like, man, if you get a really juicy Wikipedia article about an obscure DC comic supervillain and all the riches that contains, yeah. then like it activates that stupid channel in my right. brain. Yeah. Sorry, Nico, what, what were you saying? What's your approach there? Oh, I just try to do that with, you know, read an actual book, but I usually feel yeah. Or usually at some point I'm like, all right, I'll just read my phone for a little bit. But ideally, yeah, yeah it's just like some, sometimes it's really nice. It's like you just slip right into sleep. Oh, yeah, totally. That's it definitely great. it works like a charm to read those Wikipedia articles because they are pretty boring. Mm. Yeah. But then it does feel like this is demented. Like, yeah, <laughs> on a number of levels. Yeah. And the older I get, the more like getting a full night of sleep drastically affects my next day. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 The difference between eight hours and four hours is basically the difference between like getting a shitload done and getting absolutely nothing <laughs> meaningful done. It's like yeah, miserably zombieing through the day. That probably is an important part of this conversation too. We haven't touched on just yet is our ages, uh, and that as we're all getting <laughs> yeah, you know, much more in the lodge into middle age, our brains are falling apart anyway, and so it's like we're we're like. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It's kind of like exercise too. Like you could, or even like a hangover. Like when we were younger, probably could absorb more of this insane phone behavior and be like, ah, well, I can still read a book. And now yeah. it's like, well, I'm an old, diseased man, uh, and so I, I don't have the same kind of sponginess in my brain anymore. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Do, uh, so, uh, Nico, Dave, are you guys going to try? Brick's plan or something like it? Do you think you'll ever give that a shot or Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I just don't do well with like uh Rules. forbidden things. You know, like it just it makes me hate whatever. You know, if I'm like, okay, for now, for you know, an hour I have to do X, it's just like now I'm gonna hate doing X, whatever it is. Right. Sooner or later I'm right. just gonna hate it. So yeah. no, I can't do that. Dave. What if it's jerking off? <laughs> <laughs> like you have to jerk off at nine o'clock every night. It becomes something you're not going to hate regardless. <laughs> I would. You I would like to do that. Like fucking... I, I like the idea of it, but yeah, I guess I'm. I have a similar answer. I just. I don't think it would work for me. Mm-hmm. I would like to think yeah. it would work for me, but I don't. I just don't yeah. think it would. Yeah. Maybe that's just a excuse to not try it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I might give it a version of something like that a shot, I think. Uh, maybe not, I kind of like, you know, turn the phone off at eight kind of thing, but maybe more of like a no phone in the bedroom. I did successfully get yeah. my TV out of my bedroom when I moved. Yeah. And I have felt a couple times where I'm like, I wish I had that TV back in the bedroom because it'd be nice to get, get in bed and like watch Scooby Doo and fall asleep instead. But uh, I did notice that that does change my sleeping a little bit too. So maybe if I can get into that habit too if i could buy an alarm clock and then leave my phone in the living room because chances are i i can't remember i think maybe only one time in my life someone has called me at like three o'clock in the morning with an emergency right so chances are it's probably not going to happen another thing that's been a little helpful just by by happenstance is my phone's a few years old now uh i haven't gotten around to buying a new one because it's mostly functional but the the battery's starting to go Oh yeah. So like on a normal day it's fine, but if it's a day that I'm like using the GPS and also listening to streaming and uh, also checking it too much or whatever, sometimes the battery is is fairly depleted by the time I get home. Right. And so sometimes 
charging, just having the phone just physically not in my pocket because I'm putting it somewhere to charge, right? And kind of breaking that cycle of the phone's with you awake and charging when you're asleep. And instead, right. it's like, well, I'm going to charge this phone and go do other stuff for a bit. I, I will then sometimes, instead of immediately picking the phone back up when it's charged, go a few hours and be like, oh, yeah, I haven't. Right. Mm-hmm. I forgot my phone's over there. You know? so, right. Right. Just wait until they come up with like the bio enhancement where your charger is in your hand your skin yeah (laughs) yeah i think the thing with brick steel that would that i'd have trouble with too is the like scheduling like the that it happens at a specific time whereas like if if every day i just kind of tell myself okay find an hour somewhere where you can just like check out and read a story or you know take a walk without your phone or whatever that I I think I'd have more success with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's more of a reminder. I mean, now that I work pretty long hours and now I live Mm -hmm. farther from work than I used to. So, uh, and I also am getting old and need to sleep and, uh, I have a very limited amount of time to myself on a, on a weekday anyway. Uh, Right. It's really like three, maybe four hours between getting out of the car and, going to bed and so it's easy to fart those those hours away very quickly if i don't send set little cues up for myself that like hey yeah you know this this time is half over Uh, so if you wanted to do something now is your chance yeah Yeah. Um, the thing that i resent the most is that sensation of realizing oh i i gave away the only hour or two that i had to myself today yeah to twitter instead of anything else yeah i wanted to do this thing today and instead i looked at the same fucking reddit post six times (laughs) yeah i just got mad and now i'm just mad (laughs) yeah and then afterwards you're like what the fuck like i would have done like to have done literally anything else yeah and then i will tell that to myself and then pick up my phone right yeah exactly yeah it's kind of similar 10 o'clock jerk off alarm goes off that's the thing that it used to be like you know, it's like that post porn feeling where like during it, you're just like, yeah, this is awesome. And then it ends and you're just filled with like, what am I doing in my life? Like, <laughs> the shame. Post porn. Yeah. The shame. And like, Jesus Christ, like what a waste of, of time. Like that could have been five minutes long instead of an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Bro to bro. What, David, are you doing (laughs) for an hour with pornography? Uh, I mean, it's and it's an exaggeration slightly, (laughs) but. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> i mean we know that uh, some part of it he's saying to himself this is awesome which the is the whole part, of, yeah. part of that story the whole part and then the moment it's over it's like fuck man but i mean i feel like that's a similar feeling yeah. now that i used to have only with that but now it's like you know i'll earlier i was talking about how like during baseball season i'm on the fantasy baseball app all the time and it's like mm. i'll spend you know 30 minutes going through box scores of the night's game. And so it's like, mm. well, all right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I could have been reading or something instead of that. Yeah. But like in the moment that, when I'm sure. in it, it's like, Oh, this is cool. This guy did this tonight. This guy did that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. 
So yeah, that's what's exactly. taking an hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Jerking off to box scores. Three minutes of porn and 57 <laughs> minutes of box scores. <laughs> He's edging. So he gets started with a, like a GIF whatever for porn and then reads box scores while he like steadily mm-hmm. masturbates. And then when he's done with all those, he lets himself bust. That makes sense. That's how I would do it. It does too. make sense. <laughs> nope, that was bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the proception. Well, uh, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, we're all kind of in a, a state of disenchantment or disgruntlement here. And there are definitely ways out of it, but it's tough. I think we should, you know, also give ourselves credit for, like Nico said, like the apps are designed to trap you. And so it's not, I tend to get pretty self-critical with that. And I know it's not entirely my fault. Um, but I do, yeah, definitely want to to try and change that and get some of that time back. Yeah. You know, the stack of books keeps growing, right? And I, <laughs> and I keep not reading them. So if I want to address that, there are definitely ways to do it. Yeah. Listeners, what are your strategies for, for avoiding this? How do you get out of your phone? Or do you? Maybe you're trapped there forever. Maybe you're you're beating the glass trying to get out. Let us know uh, by going online uh, and emailing <laughs> us at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also get us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash yakbabies where we have our bonus podcast. You can also contact us there. It costs you a dollar a month. That's all we're asking. And with that dollar, you get so much fun content. You get bro conversations like one that came from this very episode. And then things like our long-running series about pickle jokes that we're in the middle of right now. There's candy brackets and monster drafts. We haven't done a monster draft in a long time. we got to do that for upcoming spooky season. Even longer because the last one never made it to... It didn't? Wasn't the last one the... The, pay- the payoff didn't. The heist one? Yeah, we couldn't oh, yeah. run the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Oh like a, God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we so we, we never were, we never released yeah. part two. Part two went off the rails into into territory that could not be even put on the Patreon. So. Yeah, those sure, really? stories legally <laughs> violated the Geneva Convention. But, but you have the audio file of it somewhere, right? Uh, oh, actually, I don't know because I oh we lost all the raw. It depends on how long ago that was before a certain date. Because I used to save all the recordings, yeah. But a lot of it got lost when I switched computers and a hard drive. Failed. Oh, right, so right. For a lot of that stuff is now gone. And if it's not on the Patreon feed, it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Okay, interesting. I I don't remember exactly when that was, so it's possible that still exists somewhere. But I don't. Think I so. feel like. I feel like I listened to it at some point after the recording, so there must have been. I'm pretty sure I somewhere. sent it to you guys, and you guys were like, mm. "I feel like I would remember that." Yeah, I also, yeah. you'll have to tell me off air what happened that derailed it because I don't remember. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> it was horrible. It was the worst thing we've ever recorded. <laughs> so you can't find that on our Patreon, thank God. But there's a lot of stuff that is, you know, also pretty bad, but but funnier uh, and definitely worth your time there for that dollar. And then, of course, we have merch. TinyYearOld.com slash JackBabies, where you can get merch, t-shirts, mugs, posters designed by Brick. They're all funny and worth your time there, too. Until then, JackBabies, yakking off. The Yak Babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Oh.